0: so hi well in the good noise podcast i'm shane i'm glory and we're here with
1: i'm callum i'm will i'm adriano and we are we're actually three quarters of coral palms there's one more of us and that's ollie he, uh, he yeah. hasn't been able to join <clears throat> us today
0: oh it's all right uh so we're gonna ask you <laughs> some questions today i'm gonna start uh so what inspired uh, the creation of the band and what does the band name mean
2: hmm. um uh, the band name actually comes from an episode of the show uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. So, <gasps> so I don't know. I don't know if you clock that because obviously you're from the US. Um, but yeah, it's based on an episode. I think they go to like a beach resort called Coral Palms. Uh, that's where Ollie got the name. Then he lifted it from there and then kind of attached it to the British seaside town of Torquay. I don't mm. know if you've you've heard of uh, Torquay in Devon, but yeah, that's. Yeah, I, I guess that's where he got the name from. Sort of the beach palm tree vibes. Obviously, you kind of get that in the name.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I like that.
3: Solid. And yeah. what inspired you to start the then?
0: How'd you guys get together? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. No, That's that the other part of the question. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um we met at um met a university in uh in London. Um and we yeah, uh, Oli Ollie was like a, he was in my all my classes on the first day of second year, and he was just like a, a real standout uh, character. Kind of like on our lunch break, he was like, "Oh, let's just go for some Jaegers." Um, we had like a forty-five minute lunch break, so
0: <laughs> you can
2: kind of tell what, what this guy was about from uh, from, the, from day one. And then, yeah, we had a had a uh, we booked like a rehearsal room after a day of lectures. Um, just thought it would be a jam. Didn't really know if anything was going to come of it, if we were going to like play well together or anything like that. Um, but yeah, it went really well. And Echoes, our first song, uh, was the first thing that we ever jammed together. Um, oh, yeah, first first thing that ever came out that uh, that riff and the drums, uh, and then Ollie wrote the vocals like a day later. So yeah, yeah. Hmm.
1: Uh, and then I joined after because um, those Ollie and Will came up to me and asked to like produce the track. Uh, but this was before I was in the band mm. and we kind of struck up like a really good musical relationship and it worked really well mm-hmm. and um, for one of our uni assignments uh, we had to like do a performance as kind of one of our final grades and they asked me if I wanted to play in the band for that for that assignment as well and I said yes yeah. and it just like it just works really well so we just carried on doing it <laughs> yeah
4: that's where, that's where I came in as well that um, that gig that we had to put on, uh, I asked them if they still needed a bass player. Um, I'd I've no, I've never met Adriano before, but I was um, quite close with Will. Um, yeah, so I put my name in the hat and then, yeah, it just kind of tumbled into all four of us think, <laughs> as a band. Yeah,
3: that's sick how it all just came together at the end. It's amazing.
4: Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so congratulations on yeah. your newest release, Echoes, as you mentioned. Thank, you. Thank uh, you. Had- very much. Of course, yes, yeah, it's, it's a banger. Uh, uh, <laughs> how do you yeah. feel about the response to it so far?
1: Amazing. Feels great. Yeah, yeah. 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 Especially like um, family and friends just like saying, like when they're listening to the song, they're like, oh my God, is this you? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is which is great. Um, and then like seeing other people sing it on other playlists. Um, yeah. Obviously, like reading all the analytics on, on like our Spotify stuff is like, it's crazy to see where the songs reached so Mm -hmm. yeah it feels great oh yeah it's just
4: it's just amazing that like just over a month ago only five people had heard that song us four and our manager and then (laughs) yeah now it's got to the point where you know more people than we ever would have thought of of listened to it so it's just quite overwhelming isn't it yeah
0: deserved um yeah so you guys stripped down the song as well can you tell me a little bit about the process behind that
1: um, yeah so we kind of thought like I mean obviously going to Music Uni we ended up being quite musical people mm-hmm. so we might as well use as much of our musical talents as possible and like develop multiple assets along this single mm-hmm. and um, we kind of jammed it around I think I think that how, how that mm-hmm. came about like we were like okay we need to create like a stripped down like acoustic-y vibe and um, we jammed it and it just kind of had like a natural I think we are in the studio like we kind of like felt a natural swing and it is um there's quite a lot of harmonies that we've put in there now so it's very different from the full track Mm -hmm. it's just kind of a jam Mm
4: -hmm. i think we just enjoyed we just enjoyed doing it didn't we i think we're like we've done it with all the songs is you know we've written these like indie rock indie pop tracks and then we've just ended up eventually going and stripping the back and yeah you know because you get like you get to see it in a different form and Yeah. New aspects that you can add and take away and stuff like that. So it was just a progression for us, I think, to do
0: that.
2: Yeah, it reflects like the other sort of influences we have as well. Like, uh, obviously, uh, we we all love indie music, but we all have quite chilled influences as well. And uh, I feel like that kind of inspired the acoustic cover, like more chill stuff that we listen to, like Tom Mitch, Arlo Parks,
1: people like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. That's
3: fair. Do you guys think you'd do it again for like just your upcoming tracks?
1: Well, the stripped down versions of the songs.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh yeah. Well, yeah, we, we, we've done. I think we've done one for like all the upcoming singles. So yeah.
3: Oh, oh wait. So yeah. you already have them like prepared.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, Oh, okay. Well, I mean, this whole like last year of, of oh, yeah. <laughs> the obvious, it's kind of, it's kind of put us in a position to just create as much as possible. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, we've got music planned. For, well, We've got, I want to say like eight, seven or eight songs. Oh wow, um,
3: that's an album. And I th-
1: yeah, yeah, and like I think three of them have stripped versions with them. So yeah, we're, wow. we're going along as fast as we can.
3: Definitely, that's that's amazing. I'm happy to yeah. hear
4: that. I think the like the thing with the stripped back session as well it was kind of the people who actually not cared necessarily but the, the people that have come back to listen again mm-hmm. seem to have really enjoyed it yeah and it seems to be something that, that they've liked so you know give the fans what they want
0: yeah <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah, it was definitely something that I, I did loop for a little bit because usually oh. stripped down tracks are not like I guess not as good as the original that's usually yeah boring i didn't want to be the one to say it but sometimes they're boring but you your take on it was just it was really refreshing to hear a stripped down track that wasn't just like it's just one person and it's just just straight plain i guess i think
1: i think like when when i'm like looking up developing music it's like if the song works in as bare bones then it's gonna Mm be like even better when it's fully produced so if you can yeah. take away all the fancy stuff like all the bells and whistles and make it work like in its basic form then it's mm-hmm. just gonna it's just gonna be a great song
0: For real.
3: definitely I agree can you tell me a little bit about your writing process for the song actually
2: yeah Um <clears throat> so th- this was kind of written in the very early days of the band when it was just mm-hmm. it was just me and Ollie basically obviously now we kind of write as a form as like a unit um <clears throat> but yeah it's kind of like what i was saying uh you sort of made the the instrumental parts in that like two hour rehearsal that we had at the end of our day of uni lectures uh give or take basically all the instrumental parts and then ollie was on his way he, he used to work at um, a pub uh called weatherspoon's so like a like a british pub chain and he was on his way to work and yeah, he just sort of penciled the lyrics whilst he was on his journey to work. Um, so it was quite instantaneous, really. Um, everything just kind of stuck. Um, and then when we took it to the studio, uh, like we, we always say when we took it to Ad studio, it kind of came to life very quickly because I think we all kind of just just got it, just got the sound of that track and that underpinned the sound of the band. and Yeah, that brought us all together. Mm -hmm. um musically so yeah very very quick very instantaneous process and i think that's kind of that's reflected in like the nature of the song because it's quite in your face quite punchy um Mm -hmm. quite raw in places so yeah 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 all right
0: uh so can you tell me where your headspace was at uh while you guys were writing this track uh (laughs)
4: this one one for ollie i think really isn't it oh Oh, man I think it's a typical kind of um, breakup love song type mm-hmm. thing, and I think it was well, lyrically, especially. I think it was very reflective of where Ollie was at that point in time. Um, it's a shame he's not here to put it so poetically, like he normally does. Yeah, he but. is yeah, quite yeah, a poetic
1: yeah. guy, as you can tell from his lyrics. He is, <laughs> yeah. um, he's got a way with words, and like, I think, that, as I said, like it's just reflected in the song. Um, yeah. He's a he's a guy that has like he's really good at having like experiences and kind of putting them out in words, which kind of go beyond the experience so that people can have different experiences, but like relate to the message still.
4: Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome.
3: That makes sense. Uh, So while going through this track, what band or artist influences pop out the most to you? Hopefully all of you can answer this one. (laughs) (laughs) Just Ali. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um,
1: Um, for me I oh, um, like, yeah, for me, like um, from like the production point of view, I'm really inspired by a band called Cruiser, mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have heard them um, so that's, so I think the demo of the track was had a little bit less energy, it was a bit more like y um, mm-hmm. and I kind of I kind of like injected that energy, which I was influenced um from Cruiser, so mm-hmm. that's my point of view, uh-huh. yeah,
3: okay, makes sense.
2: Yeah, I think um, I think it adds right. I think before before we took it to his studio, it was uh, a lot more ambient, a lot more sort of um, kind of like, there's a, a British band called Fickle Friends. I was listening to them like 24-7 at the time and that was mm-hmm. where I got most of the inspiration for like guitar riffs and stuff. Um, them and bands like Tudor Cinema Club and the 1975. So it's kind mm-hmm. of got that uh, sort of ambient. Indie feel, but it's been like beefed into like a, a more a thicker, uh, more rockier sound, I suppose. Which is, yeah,
0: mm-hmm.
2: yeah, definitely.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, so this question should be super, super quick. Off the top of your head, I want you to describe the single for new listeners in three words, no more, no less. All of you have to do it.
1: Mm-hmm. Ooh. Oh, I feel like we're gonna have the same three words. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
3: imagine.
4: Um, i'll, I'll just say... go, with, oh, go i will go oh. in in your face
2: yeah i said i'll go in your face i want to
1: say with... like oh, no
2: you go on, no you go, go. <laughs> no, all right all right all right i'm um, I'll, I'll go with fast fun and uh energy I was trying to think of another word with F but I couldn't Uh,
1: I was going to say energy but can't do that one anymore so (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay three words Um, aggressive okay (laughs) okay uh, all the other words have already been used now. I'm, I'm <laughs> there are so
3: many other words. There,
1: there are, are so but like as soon words. as someone asks you for the words, you're like, mm. I don't actually have any anymore. I'm sorry, I've run out. Yeah. I'm <laughs> yeah. still thinking. Mm-hmm. Loud. Loud, yeah. yeah, thank you. That's a good one, all right. And sexy. Yeah, I was actually going <laughs> to say that as well, shit
3: <laughs> Mm. aggressive loud
1: and sexy okay oh that's that's the bit you know you're not what i expect (laughs) (laughs) put me on the spot now
3: (laughs) Uh, so where do you guys see the band in the next five years and you guys mentioned that you guys are you have new songs and also stripped down versions of those new songs what can you tell us about those
1: um so in terms of well We actually chatted about this recently. We were talking about where we want to see ourselves. And we were talking about being playing at Glastonbury Festival. Mm -hmm. Um, That's like a big goal of ours. Um, And just kind of being a name in the UK and eventually in the world, you know, Mm -hmm. just, um, we just want to make really great music and and hopefully other people can see that. Um, Mm -hmm. And with the new songs, we have a tune coming out on friday 16th so what uh what date is this going to be coming out oh man a, a month <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. just say a month okay
1: so, so the song's <laughs> yeah. already out the song's already yeah. out you have to
3: congratulations <laughs> thank, God,
0: you. God, thank you thank <laughs> you um
1: so yeah we have a song coming out at the end of this week and there is a stripped version to go with that um and then i mean yeah pl- plenty of music planned you just have mm-hmm. to keep tuned you know yeah Yeah. i think
4: i think for me like growing up going to a lot of gigs going to see bands that i i love in different venues across mainly london but you know other cities as well i think just it would be nice to be able to get to the point where i'm playing on those same stages and we're you know achieving things that other people that we've aspired to manage to do as well so i think that that's a massive thing the live the live side of it is huge for us so mm-hmm. yeah the, the idea of fans turning up to your, to your gig and more fans turning up the next time yeah that's what we want that's for what sure. we're going for
2: for sure really. yeah festivals like I don't, I don't know where you guys are based in the us but i mean uh sxsw and like festivals like that would be mm-hmm. great to play i mean maybe even coachella one day that would be (laughs) that's like the u.s glastonbury isn't it so yeah
1: yeah
2: i think just going to the u.s in general would be mad going to another continent or another country as a band would be yeah yeah awesome experience to be fair that'd be sick yeah
0: hell yeah definitely uh so for the last couple of questions I shift away from music and go straight to death row boom so if you're on death row what would your last meal be with a drink (laughs)
1: Oh, oh. oh okay. <laughs> uh, I think for me it'd be surf and turf, so like a, a steak and lobster, mm-hmm. oh, and nice. drink would um would be um Mountain Dew. Oh, solid.
3: <laughs> That's probably the best soda. So, yes. I agree,
1: Yeah. I think it's not as good over here. I think it's better in, in the US. I think <gasps> they, they can add stuff to it that.
3: Oh.
0: That <laughs> you're <know. laughs> no, to drink, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, literally. I think you guys have like, like rat you poison. Right but it's still really good. It's, it's still really good it. over it's here. Yeah. 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 Anyway.
4: Oh. <laughs> uh, um. Go on. I think I'd I'd have to have a roast dinner, a proper English roast dinner, and uh, <coughs> sounds so middle class. A nice roast dinner and a, a nice glass of red wine, and I'd be happy. That, be yeah,
2: happy. I'll cool. go with that. I sound like an old man. I'm in my twenty. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. Um,
2: for the sake of something a little bit different. Uh, that there's a really nice kebab takeaway uh, near where I'm from. I had, I had one the other day, and it's like, there's so many dodgy kebab places but this one is amazing. Uh-huh. And yeah, right,
1: I'd I, I choose that.
2: And that would be
1: your last meal, kebab.
2: Oh, it's difficult. I, I was going to say roast dinner with red wine, but that's, that's been taken. But yeah, and that with a uh, my favourite beer, which is a Lowenbrau. So that, yeah, 100%. That would be my death row. Hopefully we never end up on that. (laughs) Yeah, hopefully.
1: Yeah. All right. Yeah.
3: Uh, So, if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live?
1: Oh, I'd live next to SpongeBob SquarePants.
0: So true. (laughs) Right (laughs) next door. Yeah.
4: Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's a tough one. It is. A very tough one. Have you seen? um, Have you guys seen uh, the Dark Crystal? I don't, uh, but, I don't think uh, so. I'd go there. It's just it's weird and what it's like enchanted forests and all that kind of thing and Ooh. you just get lost. Scott, like cloud cities in clouds and stuff like that. Hmm.
2: Uh,
4: mm. Take that, yeah.
2: That sounds sick.
4: Yeah.
2: Um do you guys watch the have you have you watched Homeland? Um do you watch that or do you not? you don't, no. don't rain? I've, it. I've it? Heard not, it. not, really not haven't heard, heard of it. <laughs> Oh, it's it's based on um, it's it's a US thing. It's uh, got um, what's the name? Claire Danes, and it's like about the CIA and stuff like that. Um, oh. I, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> maybe maybe, they, <laughs> maybe, they, maybe they don't don't they don't show it in the US. I thought I thought they did, but uh, I'd it's not like a fantasy world. But um, I think if I wasn't doing music, I'd quite like to to do that kind of thing, like work in intelligence. Um. <laughs> All right. oh, the police or something. All right. <laughs> okay.
0: um, so I have the honor of asking the last question, and every single person we've spoken to have said that it is the most important question. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my What's god. your favorite color? Purple.
4: I mean, I don't know if you can tell, but mine's probably black.
0: Okay. <laughs>
3: uh, solid. Uh, solid.
0: Mine too. Well, very black. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. I'm
4: slim. actually it's, wearing. It's,
1: it's slim. I'm wearing the same black, thing as
4: you. Mate. Oh my god.
0: Hell yeah. No, right. So I heard purple, black, and...
2: And uh, and blue. All right. Blue. Awesome. B L
0: O. So as I said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there, is there anything that you guys would like to plug? Uh, yeah. Open everything. So yeah, our next so, single
1: is Open Roads. Um, mm. If if Yeah, whenever this comes out, it came out in the 60s. <laughs> um yeah. and um we're coral part well we're coral underscore palms underscore on instagram mm-hmm. um, but if you just type in coral palms on any social media we're gonna come up you might I'm have thinking. to sift through some brooklyn 99 stuff but we're there all
0: right <laughs> uh, well thank you for now guys. spin coral palms and we're the good Noise podcast